Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the solemn episode that is. We are starting a cult, uh, cult episode. Yeah, Christmas time. Yeah, we are starting a cult that's grand of Jake. Mitch is here. The yeah, that is closed. true. We're fucking here. We're hanging out. We're back for another episode. It is the episode before Christmas. Yeah. Can you believe that? It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Uh, well, maybe not as bad. But I will tell you this. Um. We have a fun Christmas-themed episode for you. Um, this is the We Are Starting a Cult Christmas special. How about yeah, that? Yeah, we're feeling all the... Uh, what, are, what are the feelings we're supposed to have around Christmas? Joy and Joy. wonder and happiness yeah. and gratitude and love. We have all that. I mean, I do. Yeah, giving. There's something... I was telling Jake about this yesterday. There's something extremely stressful to me about Christmas... Because it's like you gotta buy gifts, right? But then you want to like make sure that every gift is evenly distributed. You know, you don't want to give somebody like a forty dollar gift and then someone else like a seventy five dollar gift. You yeah, know what you're I mean? like, like uh, you're only numbers to me. Yeah, like you yeah. don't want it to feel that way. So you have to like try and balance. But then you always feel like you're forgetting something, and it's like when it's over, it's the best feeling ever because you're like. They got their gifts, they liked them, or they acted like they liked them. I don't got to worry about this for a year. Yeah, and then on to existential dread with the new year. Yeah, a little bit, I yeah. guess. Why not? Why not? It's just the seasons, the name of the game. Tis That's all we're bringing to you today. To go something. I'm not, I'm not rhyming well today for it's some all right. reason. It's okay. I'm really out of my fucking game here, let me tell you that. Um... But yeah, we got some, you know, fun Christmas themed items to discuss. Uh, I got like just some weird random like crimes that happened on Christmas or because of Christmas. Nice. Um I believe Jake has some on the big K himself. Yeah, Mr. K Rampus. Um yeah, yeah and then you know, we we did we in retrospect, we've done a Christmas episode before without even knowing it in the John Bonet Ramsey story. Yeah. Um Yeah. That is a crime that I will not be discussing today because uh, we fucking went we to... We done already did that. We went to extreme, extreme depth on that one yeah. and figured out that Burke was probably the one who did it. And if you think that's not true, uh, you're being ridiculous. No, it's true. 
Anywho. And I, I took the opposite stance during that episode, but I've seen the folly of my ways. He's seen the in light. In the form of a lot of people outside of the show yelling at me about that. Right. I mean, come on. I know you want to play, you know, the devil's advocate here, but it's he all did I was it. doing, and everyone attacked me. They jumped at me like animals. We know it. They'd be like, it was actually Casey Anthony's gardener that did the murdering. <laughs> it's like, no, no, Jake, no. Yeah, and Katy Perry is the still alive JonBenet Ramsey. It was actually OJ Simpson's neighbor, and he was just covering <laughs> for somebody. No, no. He just bought a brand new pair of gloves. Yeah. Yeah. He just he bought them, and they were ruined immediately. So, without further ado, welcome to the fucking Christmas special, the I guess. The fucking Thunderdome. Yeah, if you yeah. want to call it. I mean, it in a weird sense, it is a Christmas special, yeah, but it's... the a, Winter you know. Wonder Dome. So, why don't we... I was, how about this? I'll start you guys off with a little, like, uh, early story, you know, just a small little crime for you. Um, so, this took place on Christmas Eve of 1913, okay? Okay. Um, this was one of the deadliest... Mining-related accidents in American history, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, God. It didn't even happen in a mine. Keep that in mind, okay? Okay. So, the miners at Calumet and Hecla Mining Company in Calumet, Michigan. Now, this was before it was Calumet, Michigan, but it's present-day Calumet, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, okay. okay. That's good. Um, they'd been on strike for about five or six months, and their union, in order to pacify some of the people and you know, make them a little bit happier put out a little unofficial Christmas party for all the miners and their families that were out of work and dislocated. Right? That nice. Um, so they met in an Italian dining hall, which was in Calumet, uh, and more than 600 people packed into the second-story ballroom. And this is where the party was taking. Um, so think about this. Throughout the party, it was a nice evening, and somebody randomly, for no valid reason, shouted, Fire! Oh my God! Fire! And chaos ensued. Um, there was one small, like, narrow staircase to get down. And all 600 people tried to get out at once. And 73 people were crushed to death uh, in a stampede. So there wasn't a fire. There was no fire. There was no fire. It was just human. Okay. Um, the person that made the claim was never identified. Um, and believe it or not, it uh, it's, like I said, you know, it's never been proven but it is believed that uh, it was one of the owners of the mining company that set it to kind of get back at the union. Amazing. And yes, yeah, that's, se- that's crazy. <laughs> 73 people ended up getting trampled to death on the stairwell of the dining hall in Calumet, Michigan. Yeah. Because of one asshole. <laughs> Just one of them. Welcome to you, the Christmas you know, show. It always is like. Super funny, like the idea of set you yelling fire in just like a place. Fire! Like the idea of that is hilarious, but you can't do that. Because <laughs> this happens. Dude, it happened. That happened to me at work one day, and uh, everybody, like, we left, like, we all went outside, and the fire department showed up, and then they tried to convince us that that's just what the printer smells like. And we were like, well, why did they show up then? Yeah, I was like, like, I don't know, dude. Like, there was obviously some sort of fire going on. Like, we work here, man. I think we know the difference between, like, burning and the printer. And they're like, no, it was just the printer. You guys are fucking stupid. And, uh, but luckily, nobody was stampeded to death, as far as I know. Um, I did make it out alive. You did have some wondering. dirty tires after that day, though. Yeah, I had a bunch of, like, uh, red crayons. like, Jake, clean this them. up. And I was like, oh, it's everywhere, you know? It's like, did you run over a pack of red crayons? And I was like, yeah, I guess they were all over the fucking hallway or something. 
One of them had like some pink and gray like gush on it. I mean, what's red but half of the Christmas colors? Come on, that is it's Christmas true. time. Raining blood is actually a Christmas song. You know, it's about the love of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so why don't we? You know, I'm I'm dying for it. I'm dying for Krampus, Mr. K. Yeah, I'm dying just because I feel like throughout my whole life, maybe it, maybe you know, I was a little young or something. I don't know, but I feel like he was not as prominent as he has been the last 10 or so years. No, it's true. It's he has weird. really made a comeback in a big way. People love Krampus. Somehow, yeah, he just made his way into the media. But we all know the guy. We, oh, all, know, we all know this guy, Krampus. I heard. I watched a lot of things on this guy, and a lot of people were saying uh, Krampus. No, dude, because his first name is Lenny, so it's Lenny Krampus, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fly like any, like that guy. And he did the cover of American Woman, you know? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Lenny Krampus. Yeah, Lenny Krampus. Well, we all know Lenny Krampus, still Krampus. Uh, we we all know that guy. He's a horned, anthropomorphic dude who's pretty much uh, the antithesis of Santa Claus or St. Nick, right? Yeah, where Santa's holly like jolly, Krampus is rapey killy you know in a way he has some weird undertones to him just just weird you know just like a creepy neighbor that's not like a threat but he's still someone you don't go to their house on halloween yeah it's like he's the reminder that there's never zero threat you know yeah okay all right that's valid but uh you know just like most of the things we talk about on this show uh there's far more of a rich history behind mr krampus all right he first came in about in a Slavic and Austrian winter celebrations in Alpine folklore. All right? Okay. In Slavic and Austrian. Uh, Krampus appears in Austria, Hungary, Sylvania, Germany, and Italian folklore, yet the name Krampus uh, first referred to like a type of creature. Rather oh, than those like are Krampi. him himself, you know, Krampi. Yeah, they're Krampi out in the woods, you know. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, apparently, it was uh, you, you know, it was like a type of creature before it was the anti-coke drinking Santa figure, you know, uh, rather than uh, here. Wait a minute, it was all in the name. Anyway, yeah, it was just a type before him, but then they just kind of gave it to him. He's like a whole category now. Uh, middle German dialect, Krail means claw, and Krampen in Bavarian means something lifeless and dried out. So apparently those are the roots of Krampus. Okay. You know, uh, Krampus is a half-demon, half-goat, fanged, cloven-footed with a very long tongue, uh, pretty much in all the culture's interpretations. He looks crazy, dude. He looks like a werewolf man with antlers. He looks like, wait, what was it? Uh, the, the... God, I was talking about it the other day. The the rabbit with antlers. Oh, the jackalope. The jackalope. He's the jackalope of like the horror scene. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. It's uh, a jackal. It wasn't a jackal. It was a cramp eye. Damn it. It was a cramp eye. Everything is a cramp eye. Uh, most versions carry a pitchfork and a basket to collect children. Wow. So he has a basket specifically for putting children in and taking away. And he also has a Switch. Like a, you know, a Nintendo Switch. Grandpa, go get me the Switch. Grandpa's like, Sonny, go get the Switch so I can beat your ass. Pretty, yeah, for those of you who don't know what a Switch is, it's basically any flexible rod sort of thing. Or stick. To inflict pl- like pain for corporal punishment. Think of uh, Adrian Peterson, the football player, when he beat the shit out of his son with a Switch. Yeah. 
Uh, nobody talks about that, but he's still playing. You know, it's fine. A lot. There's a lot of silence surrounding a lot of people in the NFL. Oh yeah, all the you time. Know? But that's that's beside the point. But anyway, yeah, he he, just, he basically held like a a weapon and a basket for kids and a pitchfork sometimes. And that's in every single version of it. Uh, so yeah, Krampus appeared in Alpine folklore at the same time that St. Nicholas did, basically promising gifts for the well-behaved children and switch spankings for naughty children. It's a more realistic Santa, you know, cause like, yeah. I don't get me wrong. Like I get the tradition of like, Oh, you know, he's going to bring you coal. It's, it's not a fun gift, but what's the point? You know, like what is the true point of like getting learn a lesson? You know, you're just like this is the a waste of time. Why would he even bring me anything? It's literal you know? fuel for a fire. That is your child who is a misbehaving bitch. Yeah. So the idea of a switch is way more intimidating because it's like he's gonna beat your fucking ass if you don't behave and take you away in a basket. Yeah. Okay. This he's, isn't et. You know, this isn't more. A, a magical dream. You get the pitchfork in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> you get a pitchfork in the ass. In the you ass. Hear me. Uh, the most wicked of the children were said to have be taken by Krampus in the basket. And where does he drop them off? Hell. He, he drops them off in hell. Or he eats them. So it's one or the other. Okay. That happens to these kids that he takes. Strangely enough, descriptions of Krampus were not first described until around the 19th century when folklorists began writing uh, of their accounts of like communities celebrating Krampuslau or Krampus Run. Krampuslau. It's like a festival. On December 5th, the aforementioned like, regions, you know, the places I was, I was talking about, uh, they celebrate the crazy, the like, just craziest and, like, usually drunken time of the year uh, where people dress up as Krampus and wreak havoc on the townspeople. Poor townspeople. You know, they're just going about their days and a fucking horned, like, goat-looking monster is just like, ah, show me your butt cheeks, I'm going to hit you, you know? <laughs> I'm going to take your kids. Yeah. Uh, in some traditions, Krampus cosplayer guys, like in the streets, you know, I was just talking about, uh, keep the community on their toes from November until Christmas. That's too long. And whether that's like from November 1st until Dece- or like December 5th, because they said December 5th was like when they celebrated it, or it's the 25th, I don't know. Is it, I want to say that's if it's not the exact date, that's like right around like, isn't it like St. Nicholas Day or whatever? Something like that, You're yeah. Just like the, I always heard it was like, oh, you leave your shoes out and I'll leave you something in your shoes. Oh, yeah. I used to do that all the time when I was a kid. It's like the Quentin Tarantino I completely forgot Santa, about that. You know, he's like, give me your feet. Yeah, bitch. he's just all about the feet there. These, these guys that bring you gifts are real fucking weirdos, let me tell you. One of them just wants cookies and just... It has a slave labor camp that, like, makes gifts for him. The other guy is going to beat your ass until it's red like you're Jesus on the cross. And the other guy just wants to sniff your shoes and put stuff in it. Like, I really don't know which one I'm taking. I, I, none you know? of them are... I mean, obviously Santa is, like, the nicest of the three. But, you know, it's slave labor. Santa's like Apple. Yeah, his backstory like is fucked up because it's like... He's running like a Chinese sweatshop of like elves that are, for some reason aren't allowed to like go anywhere else but his house. And yeah. like his wife is cool with it for some reason. You know, she's like, this is fine. Just keep bringing home the bacon, big man. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I just don't get it. I like, don't know, man. Krampus is pretty badass. Krampus asks for nothing you know, in it's return. Like a, it's a weird sense of justice you feel like through just knowing about the experience. He's the it's Batman. Cool. 
he's the Batman of the Santas. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm going to fucking beat your ass. You're not going to die. You're going to remember <laughs> this. Like, you will tell I'm gonna your I'm going to brand kids, you like in that new one. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to fucking burn you until you, I don't know, until you're nice. <laughs> Be nice, bitch. Well, obviously, other people think Krampus is badass, too, because apparently it's a special honor to be a Krampus reveler. Like in one of these situations where they're just running around wreaking havoc on the town. Oh, Isn't okay. Uh, the folks would often have wooden masks and sport horns and, of course, carry a switch everywhere they went. And usually the switches were made of, uh, what was it? God damn it. Wood? Metal? I had the something? exact wood. It was like something or other. Maybe it'll come up. It's like fucking rebar. Is Maybe. this guy like a madman? <laughs> it's an obsidian club. Yeah, this guy, he's hes actually a blacksmith in his off time, and he makes this weird fucking, like, elemental metal, and uh, it shatters bone, so you don't want to get hit with it. <laughs> it's like, good lord. This is a Skyrim weapon. This is some <laughs> fucking otherworldly shit. Yeah, so they would, they would uh, yeah, they would do that. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> they had wooden masks, they were often grotesque, you know. Uh, there's horns of multiple different animals on it, which is kind of cool. You know, That's cool. You got some curly ones, got some straight ones. Maybe some are bigger than the others. You know the jackalope is on there for sure. Oh, of course, of course. Even if it, it even if it was never real, which I think it probably was at some point, he made it just for that purpose. You know. Yeah, dude, it was such an honor to like be one of these guys. Even the guys who made the wooden masks were considered like masters of their craft. It was amazing. Oh, okay. They fucking love this guy, Krampus. Uh, in 1862, news, a newspaper in Budapest uh, somewhat associated uh, its name with Krampus. Oh, really? It was called Krampusag. <laughs> That's not very creative, but I like the yeah, I like yeah. the fucking gusto of the people that named it. Yeah, Krampusag. Krampusag. Come to Krampusag, where you get ass redness. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, that was formed, and then later in 1865, which is three years later. Uh, they published an image of Santa Claus, like the more secular version of St. Nicholas, you know. that's yeah, So they changed it to version. Santa Claus, yeah, from St. Nick. Uh, they have hit, uh, like him with Krampus looming behind him, thus linking them uh, for Christmas, you know, I like to in everyone's of, mind. I like to think of this as like a horror movie where, like, similar to Gremlins, you know, where, like, Gizmo and Stripe are actually, like, related, and it's like one's good, one's bad. Yeah. Like I want, I feel like Santa is like the older brother, and Krampus is like the do, like the ne'er do well, like younger brother, and like they get along, you know, for the sake of mom and dad, but they don't really see eye to eye. Yeah, it would make a great sitcom. And like, yeah, like you know, like Tim Allen is Santa, and like Steve Buscemi is Krampus or something. That'd be a good movie. Yeah, no, I would love that. I'm not a Tim Allen guy, but, he, I mean, he played a good Santa. I just watched the Santa Claus, like, three days ago, and it was amazing. It's, yeah. It holds up. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. I, You know, it's it's I, Tim Allen, for all the cocaine that he did, you know, he he, he made his dues, I guess. He's still around. No, that's true. Yeah. Then he was in that weird show that, like, people, like, loved or hated for some reason, and I was like, I don't get it. Tool time. No, it was, like, uh, it was on, like, Fox or some shit. Uh, oh, Last Man Standing. Yeah. And, like, okay. some people loved it and some hated it. And I don't even know why people, like, loved it or hated it. I feel like, like most people said they hated it because of, like, Tim Allen's reputation at the time. Oh, is he, like, a political... Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it was, like, uh... Or something like that. I don't know. I'm not positive, but... Who fucking cares? Who it's knows? A sitcom. Yeah. It's fucking fake. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't, whatever, whatever. Right, so this newspaper in Budapest, they published a picture of Santa Claus with uh, Krampus looming behind him, uh, thus linking him to Christmas itself rather than just the Holy Saints Feast Day. All right. Okay. It's often said that the idea of Krampus is, uh, you know, came from pagan ritual, you know, and like that kind of thing, like pagan beliefs. And apparently, it's that's like not true. What? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Apparently, it was found in the early 20th century that like socialist folklorists spread this as a means to outrage the public regarding Christian adaptation and bastardization of ancient Nordic customs. Fucking socialists. So they're like setting them. It's just weird propaganda. These Bernie Sanders cocksuckers are fucking ruining my holidays. Yeah. And guess who furthered this propaganda, Grant? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> the Nazis. Actually. Oh, yeah, my. This is the Even Nazis that, that did that. Almost as bad. Almost, a- almost <laughs> as bad. Quite close, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was uh, yes. I made uh, I made a joke yeah. for those of you that didn't get that. I don't actually think Bernie Sanders is a oh, worse than Nazis. You're just backpedaling. Don't backpedal, no, 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 Grant. No, no. Just commit to Let it. Let me finish. Okay? I don't think he's worse than Nazis. I think he's just as bad. Oh, good. Thank God. Thank <laughs> yeah, God. just as bad. Like he's on equal footing. Anyhow, anyways, good. nothing's Krampus. very good. Yeah, Krampus in the seventeenth and eighteenth century. Uh, bishops began attempting to ban the Krampus celebrations, not due to the belief, because they were like, oh, you can believe whatever, who cares? They didn't think you could believe whatever you wanted. But basically, that wasn't the main reason. They wanted to stop the celebrations because they were so like chaotic, and they were wreaking havoc on the cities and towns, maybe affecting the donation tray on Sundays. So it, it pulled the St. Patrick's Day, is what you're saying. Basically, it's like, yes, you can drink whatever you want, but maybe not... Blackout drunk by nine in the morning. Maybe don't, you know. You know. Yeah, going to the river. Well, this, these celebrations were wild, and, you know, the bishop's attempt to stop them was largely unsuccessful until around the 19th century when celebrations just kind of began to dwindle. Okay. You know, they just kind of naturally faded out. Uh, talk of Krampus remained minimal for the most part until very recently for some random resurgence in popularity that took place in, like, the 2010s. You think it was The Office, that episode where Dwight talks about Krampus? That honestly is not a bad guess. I I mean, I maybe that's so just I think like, that's the first per, like place I saw it. Yeah, I would probably say the same. Like I might have like heard of it. But it, was it was like, like Bushnickel or something, is. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that, but I'm pretty sure they mentioned Krampus. Or, so something happened in, with The Office and Krampus. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. Either way, it was like everybody fucking like blows their minds on that show so it wouldn't shock me if that that definitely played a part in his resurgence not very true yeah but maybe yeah just looking into like european old ass traditions and shit maybe that's where it started yeah 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 I you can know see just that. from that episode who knows but uh perhaps it was a resurgence due to the awareness and commodification of capitalistic materialistic sense of christmas that we seem to have now fucking capitalist you know, capitalism Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially in the past couple of decades. Whatever the case, though, Krampus is all the rage again. Fucking Bernie. God damn it. <laughs> He's the opposite. God yeah, I know. It, he Bernie. hates capitalists. <laughs> but you monster. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh. I don't know where you're going. I, just, oh. I don't know where I stand. Oh, 
Oh, Bush Senior. God damn it. Oh, Nixon. Okay. Okay. That was Krampus. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a good guy. He's just kind of trying to take your kids. He's seemingly misunderstood. So, I mean, he, there's definitely a use for him. He's just a means to teach some children lessons, maybe. Sometimes parents don't want their kids. So that is true. That's the most sound advice I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> that advice? That's, <laughs> some, that's great advice. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> just, sometimes, sometimes you, kid, don't, want you don't want your kids. It's like, that's not advice. <laughs> no, it's 100% advice, because you know what you do? You got to pray to Krampus really hard that Bernie Sanders and Richard Nixon will ruin the country. And then what happens is Krampus will come and kidnap your baby and eat him or do whatever he does with him. I don't know if he's got like a slave camp or something. But no, whatever. he's just like a, a postman to hell, you know. Oh, just a, yeah. Only, just, only imports, no exports, you know. Oh, like Art Vandalay, you know. Yeah. No, he's an importer-exporter. No, oh, but he doesn't do the exporting. They're, they're having an import problem, you know? You know this is all falling apart. Uh, all I know is that the image of Krampus is hilarious because I, I why do I picture him as like 10 feet tall? I picture it. I always think of uh, fucking Demon House and like the big goat man that appears to, to uh, the guys in the elevator. Oh, the Baggins? Yeah. Zach Baggins? Zach Baggins. He sees the giant goat man in the elevator. Or yeah, like this is. Uh, or Mr. Tumnus, somewhere in between there. Is that the guy from Coraline? No. No. Lion Witch in the wardrobe. Oh, I see. I've you know, seen come that. on. Who's You've the, never seen that? What no, the fuck? Who is that creepy upstairs neighbor in Coraline, the weird, like, gymnast guy? He's a Russian dude trading mice. Yeah, like that guy. He, why am I getting his vibes, too? Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense. This is going to be a real niche uh, question. You guys will definitely probably know this. Um, the show Stand Against Evil. Yeah. Like in that episode with the goat man, was that like the second episode or whatever? That's who I pictured, just like a walking goat. Just no other features, just a goat that's just, like fat. Just terror, yeah. I, but I think that's a fair guess on what he'd look like, you know? Yeah, I mean, you want to terrify the kids. If yeah, there's so one thing you want to do at Christmas, it's terrifying. So he comes on the 5th, right? So you guys should be safe for now. Theoretically, maybe he's under your bed this whole time. How does he have time to like camp out, though? You know, like, you can't be hiding that long. Maybe there's only one shitty kid. Maybe there's a couple Krampi, you know? Krampi, huh? I'm thinking there's Krampi because it's the same with Santa. There's got to be more than one. People don't want to admit it, but there's no way. Like, just simple math would say it's impossible, you know? Maybe he can spread his matter to, like, different people's, you know, rooms or something. So it's like, I'm on the left side of this person's bed. And then you're just like, he projects himself to all the other ones. And then he's on the left side of other people's beds. And he simultaneously takes them and puts them in the basket. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I did see a thing. That's what I think of Krampus. I did see a thing on the internet, and I want I want to pose this question. Um, normally, things like, uh, you know, like the meme format where it's literally just like a tweet. And, like, that's the meme. Like, it's not even a, a It's joke. just a photo of a different uh, site's, Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, like, a somebody, like, wrote out, like, a joke or something or, like, a question. And this one actually, like, stuck with me because it made me think. Um, how come in Christmas movies where Santa's, like, in the house, 
How come when he leaves, he just like goes super far away and not I, like next door? Dude, I also saw that. But that I, I saw that. I was telling everybody about it. I'm like, this is a good point. It's great. Then I watched the Santa Claus, and he first becomes Santa Claus. He just goes right next door. And I was like, damn it. Another reason Dashed like, away. Tim Allen is a good Santa because the, in most films, they don't do that. Yeah, they, like They just go and like blast off into like the atmosphere, and it's like, you still got to hit this whole neighborhood. And like, are you just going to circle back? Like, that's such a waste. Yeah. Dude, I love that movie, dude. It so holds up. And they even explain things. They're like, yeah, how does he do it all in one night? And Max is like, well, there's like a time warp, you know? Oh, it's Like that kind of thing. Warp. It's like, well, he does know his dad is Santa Claus now. Simple time warp. I will say that this is off topic, but I uh, I recently watched uh, I watched a couple Christmas movies this week. Um, and honestly, they were not bad. I'm not going to lie. They were not bad. Which ones you watch? Um... I watched uh, Home Alone 2. Uh, well, I watched Home Alone and Home Alone 2. With the ultimate cameo of Trump? Yeah, see, that was like that was gold. Yeah. Fucking Rob Schneider's in it and Tim Curry's in it. It's, it's a good flick, dude. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it a lot. But uh, for the first time in my life, I saw this movie uh, called Deck the Halls. And believe it or not, I'm going to put it on the recommend list. Like, it was fucking good. It was uh, Matthew Broderick. Uh, he's like a Christmas fan. And uh, he starts getting shown up by his new neighbor, uh, who's Danny DeVito. And there's just like a, a neighborhood feud over who's going to do like the better Christmas thing, you know? Gold. And uh, surprisingly, really did not expect much of it. And uh, I watched it like late at night while I was laying in bed. And I watched the entire thing. It delivered. I was, I was like, I'm not going to go to bed. I want to I want to finish this movie. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Um, no Krampus sightings, but it's it's enjoyable nonetheless. I'll say that. See, but going back to Krampus, I think, like, around the, the 2010s, weren't there, like, two or three movies that came out with him? Yeah, they made like, a... Like, surrounding him? They made a Krampus movie, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure Adam Scott's in it. The guy from, uh, like, Piranha and Parks and Rec. Well, it, that's oh, that people guy. would okay. know him from... Uh, what was his fucking name in that show? Ben. 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 The... What's her name? Fucking Amy Poehler's uh, husband. Yeah. He was... Uh, that I guy. He wasn't Krampus, but he was, like, the guy in the movie. Yeah. Um, the actor never saw it, but I I know it exists unless it was like a weird fever dream I had. Um, well, if, either way, he's in the media, man. He's he's hot right now. That is true. He's he's all he's, the rage. He's fucking on fire. It's true. I have like just a few other like just historical things that are kind of whatever. You want me to just knock those out and we'll get into some funny crimes? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I wouldn't necessarily cool. say they're funny. They're kind of sad. We'll but... make them funny. They're old, so they are funny. Yeah, they would have been dead by now anyway. So right, they're just dead. hilarious. Nothing you could do. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. Well, we all know the surface level things that come with Christmas in America, at least. You know, uh, maddening music, trees and houses, uh, buying gifts and obligatory family time. Among other things. But Christmas has a bit of a different history in other places throughout the world. First of all, Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. There's like no way we can know that. And they kind of just no guessed. <laughs> like, like it was chosen by the church to correspond with the winter solstice. So it's not the 25th, but it's kind of nice to celebrate it then, right? Well, yeah, I mean, 
Technically, don't they say, at least what I read, I don't know how valid that information is, but I've always heard that historians and like biblical scholars think that according to the information we have in the Bible, Jesus was born somewhere in like the spring. Yeah, it was just through context clues of the Bible. Yeah. It's like way earlier than December. I was always in under the impression it was like between March and May, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um But we always do it on the solstice, which is apparent like historically supposed to be, you know, like the end of the hardest time of the winter. Which is you know, funny because for us, like it's where kind we of the live, very beginning. It, yeah, it hasn't even started yet. It gets worse for like three months. Um, but that's, I mean, I don't know. I guess when it comes to Jesus, you can just kind of make up things and uh, they stick. Yeah, you know? Jesus is a flexible guy. Like the fact that he was uh, white, you know, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Let me yeah. let me pose this. This is uh this is slightly Christmas related. If you believe that Jesus was a white guy, you shouldn't believe in Jesus. Just right. saying. You think him walking on water was just him walking in the desert and someone saw a mirage? I don't know. I mean, maybe. That was an idea I just had. I'm thinking, me and Mitch, we had a whole conversation about this last week for like two hours. Um, and it, it's all like metaphorical, and it's very easy to like make it a metaphor you know it's like pretty much any miracle he performed can and probably has been taken out of context like i think the, the a very solid example is like he like healed the blind and like helped them get vision and it's like did he physically make a guy who couldn't see see or did he like you know spread his word and like open the minds of people that were quote-unquote blind to, like, the teachings. It's like, ooh, he turned water into wine. It's like maybe he just watered some grape plants and then made wine with those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I fucking turned water into wine. Maybe he was just a a, a vineyard keeper. I turned burgers into poop, so that's a miracle in itself. I do that all the time. I could do it in under 45 minutes if it's the right food. (laughs) But um, Just give me a rare burger. Yeah, like I was saying, uh, you know, I don't care what you believe in. That's all well and good. But uh, if you think he's like a white dude, you're you you just don't understand like the world, and you probably sh- should like read a book that isn't the Bible. <laughs> okay, just a thought. Well, yeah, you just whatever book you know. And also, uh, I do think it's funny. Like, just still on the Jesus topic. Um, just read Dianetics. Just, yeah, you enjoy know, that. That's just a, go, just transfer. It's a nice light you know, read. It's going to uh, take 60% of your paycheck, but you know what? You're going to have the answers. It's better than thinking Jesus is white. You'll get to hang out with, what's his name, like fucking Zog or some shit? Or no, Zenu. Zenu, that's what it is. Zenu. It was one of those bullshit things. Um, what was I? I was talking, Drop I was just going to say, oh, if, um, tell me how this makes sense. Now, this is an obvious observation, okay? Oh yeah. How is Christmas a supposedly Christian like practice and like oh you know Jesus and Christmas? Why do we spend hundreds of dollars on people for a guy who was all about like living within your means? You know, he's like, don't be like lavish, like just live and like share. But we just like spend hundreds of dollars and then we expect hundreds of dollars in return. Christmas is cold. Uh. Corporate greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the same. It, pretty much every holiday. Capitalism. 
is corporate greed, dude. Everyone's got theirs. Like, Big Candy, they got Halloween. Uh, fucking Hallmark has, like, 50 holidays. We got uh, we got Big Turkey for, for Oh, yeah, dude, Big Turkey. Then we got the Peeps Corporation. They completely dominate fucking Easter in the entire month of, like, April. Yeah, we got, uh, what, like, burger buns and fireworks. Like explosives, Fourth of July. Yeah, the Chinese own the Fourth of July for some reason. All of Lent, you got the fish market cornered. Yeah, they're like know. the fucking Boston, Maine area people. They're on fire during those months because they got everything. Um, St. Patrick's Day, we're all just out of commission. Yeah, that's big. the only one that doesn't have a holiday is like Big Tobacco. Um, their holiday is every day. Yeah, their their holiday is like. Every day that's not a holiday, every I guess. Day. But everybody, big everything owns something. Okay. <laughs> if there's anything we could be sure of, yeah, that's that's it's that. I'm guaranteeing you that big something is out there <laughs> listening to you right now. It's us. It's you, dude. It's me. Think of dude, big chainsaw. They got they got the corner or the market cornered with like Christmas trees. You know. They're yeah. like, how are you going to get that tree cut? You know, it's too big. It's not going to fit in your house. Get a handsaw? I don't fucking think so. you got to buy a chainsaw or rent one. Yeah, yeah. No everybody, axes. No e- axes allowed. Everybody's getting a piece of the pie. Everybody. And that's my thought. All right. You want to learn about Scandinavia? I do. Give me All some right. Scandos. Scandinavia. The Norse people celebrated Yule, a festival that began on December 21st and sometimes went into January. Isn't that crazy? In this tradition, the men of the household would bring tons of enormous logs uh, back to their house, and they Big would chainsaw. set them ablaze. Big, Big chainsaw. chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, and uh, apparently people would feast until the fire burned out, which could sometimes take as much as 12 days. So it's a big-ass fire. And the Norse believed that each spark to come from the fire represented a new pig or calf uh, to be born in the coming year. That's a lot of animals. That's a lot of animals, dude. 12 days of a fire. Can you imagine the smell of 12 days of a fire? Like, I'm picturing this. Like, you know, we do a campfire or something. Like, keep in mind, this is outdoors, like, in the wild. And you're within, like, 10 feet of that fire for maybe three hours. You smell like shit for, like, days. Well, you got a shower. I'd, well, yeah, but, but they're not going to shower. But I mean, like right. almost two weeks, like it's literally who you are. You are smoke. Yeah, dude. For twelve days, that you'd probably last into March. Yeah, that's you know? that's some that's some dedication right there. I can't deny that. It is. It is. Big fire, dude. They got their own holiday now too. It's true. You think <laughs> I'm crazy? Big fire. There's a big everything. All right, I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Laugh now, but just wait. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in most places around Europe, at this time of the year is when most of the cattle and livestock are slaughtered. Oh, of course. You know, so there, there's a bunch of fresh meat abound. We don't even eat them. It's just for fun. It's like we just play in it. We just splash around. Everybody's home. <laughs> Everybody's home. we got to fight and kill. And it didn't help that, uh, well, it, actually it did help. It did help because this is fun. This is uh, when beer and wine would often finish fermenting. And be ready to drink. So there's just a bunch of fucking feasting and drinking going on for, like, the month of December. Hell yeah. In Europe, yeah, it's awesome. Big cattle and big beer. Most of Europe was having, like, a great time. But Germany 
had like a really fearful tradition back in the day. Apparently, <laughs> this is sad. We're all <laughs> this is going German to be German and killed. it's fearful. How, how, how? Yeah, the Germans what? are notoriously happy people. You yeah, know. Yeah, uh, they would honor the pagan god Odin, but they were terrified of Odin. So uh, they believed that he took nocturnal flights over the populations, watching people and deciding whether or not they would perish or prosper. That's cool. So they think there's judgment just raining down from the sky, but it's not like God looking. It's like an actual God flying around and handpicking you like you're going you're gonna to die. See, that's cool because it's kind of like a mix of like the Western Christmas and New Year's, you know? It kind of is. It's you're like right. the resolution of like this is going to be my year and like, you know, I, I'm making my wish and Odin's up there with his fucking gut hanging out just like, you're going to be smited. You're cool. You're cool. Uh, you're fuck cool. you. You're cool. Um, you're cool. You're going you're gonna to be okay, but like every minor inconvenience is going to happen to you, and it's just going to like mount and mount until the point where you just commit suicide. So, so says it, Odin. It's bad, but like it's not that bad, you know? Like it, It's just bad. <laughs> well, as you might think, most Germans stay indoors during this time. Well, like he can't There's, fucking x-ray vision through I guess the ceiling. Not. Or like maybe look through a window or something. Yeah, like nine times yeah. out of ten I could see, and I'm just a person if I wanted to, you know? No, it's true. I can't tell you how many times I'm in a car going somewhere, and I could literally see what people are watching on television. And I'm like, this is, it's weird, because I'm like, I would never feel comfortable with that. You know, what if I'm watching like something weird? Gotta get some blinds. Right, like cover that shit up, bro. I don't want to know how big your TV is. I don't want to know how nice it is. What if I want it? You don't know me. Yeah, what if I'm racing home to see, watch whatever you're watching? You're spoiling it for me. Yeah, like I'm you like know? waiting to see a movie and like the titular. Think of like The Godfather, right? You're like, oh, I've never seen it, but it's, I'm renting it and I'm on my way home. And you just like drive by and you, you see the scene where Sonny gets killed at that toll booth. You're just like, well, and the whole movie's fucking ruined for me. Yep. Damn it. I didn't know he wasn't going to make it. I hate it when that happens. I love James Caan. I can't believe he's dead in that movie. <laughs> the Romans uh, would celebrate something called Saturnalia around this time yeah, of, of year as they well. Yeah, of course Saturnalia. Fucking freaks. They're freaks, the Romans. Those Bernie Sanders-loving freaks. <laughs> it was a month-long celebration in honor of the god of uh, you know agriculture, uh, who was Saturn. All right. Ah, yes, the Saturn. The Saturn. Okay. The car. This was a time of hedonism. They love the Saturn. That's the only car the Romans <laughs> drive. It gets great the gas mileage. Like around anymore? Didn't they go bankrupt? I have no idea. <laughs> But it gets uh, great mileage, you know. They mm, love it. Oh yeah, yeah. But Saturnalia, it was a time of hedonism during uh during which Romans would eat and drink to excess and the slave class would be treated as equals so as to partake in the festivities. Oh, okay. And businesses and schools were shut down. It was just party time. Like everyone just partied equally. Oh, Isn't really? Isn't that fun? Yeah. And then we'll let just the last little bit on Christmas in America. All right, so it wasn't really embraced until around the 19th century, and this was largely due to the writings of Washington Irving. Washington. Strangely enough. Sleepy Hollow is my game. That guy. Uh, in 1819, Irving published The Sketchbook of Geoffrey Crayon. Jeffrey Crayons. Jeffrey Crayons. I just like, like something Jeffrey makes it sound funnier. Jeffrey. I'm Jeff Crayon. What's up? <laughs> Jeff Crayon. Jeff Grant. Yeah. 
Uh, it apparently was a series of stories covering Christmas in an English manner wherein a squire invites peasants into his home to celebrate the holiday. And after this book, American traditions began, you know, because it was a bestseller. Everyone read it. Everyone had this fucking book. Uh, American traditions began becoming more family and nostalgia oriented mm-hmm. rather than the time of chaos and communal feasting to excess. So in a way, uh, Washington Irving made Christmas in America what it is today. Cool. And in a weird, weird Washington in an almost weirder way, he kind of made Halloween what it is today, too. Yeah, like with that the guy weird... was like the king of fucking holidays. Dude, that guy, he's Big Holiday. That's what he is. Like he <laughs> Big Holiday. It he... sounds like you're just being rude to like a jazz singer. Like, it's... Hey, Big Holiday, get your fat ass off the stage, <laughs> fucking bitch. Uh... Oh, but anyways, we're going to travel back in time, just like Washington Irving did when he was on that magical pony. Yeah. Um. On December 25th of 1929, almost 100 years ago. Isn't that crazy? In Germantown, North Carolina, okay, uh, the Lawson family, it was Christmas, obviously, you know, they're getting happy. Papa, Charlie, he was a sharecropper, and he, he gathered up some money that year, you know? Yeah, as you do. And he uh, he was married, he had a beautiful wife, and he had seven young children. As Jesus. you do back in the day. As you do. What else do you do besides sleep and fuck, you know? Work on the farm, and then your kids start doing it, then you can just sit in a chair. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. So he got him some gifts. Uh, that He took them out. They got uh, brand new clothes, looking hipping and hopping in. Uh, they even took a nice family picture that looks like kind of horrific. But they took a picture. Well, let me None- see it. Let me see it. Nonetheless, uh, it's right here. Oh, good lord. I just saw a glimpse of it. it yeah, it looks fucking spooky they as fuck. They look dead. It's creepy. I don't like it. Um, but anyways, um, they're you know they're having a good year. And keep in mind, the Great Depression had started that year, too. So the fact that they were able to do this was a huge feat. And uh, they were, you know, all around happy. Um, now, they're wondering... What, where's the story going to go, right? What, what's, what Everything seems pretty okay right now. What uh, what could possibly be coming next? Charlie murders his entire family. What? Seven <laughs> kids and his wife. What did he do? He murders He them. just bought him so many new things. Yeah. Um, so, so he shot two of his younger daughters in the back of the head. They were on their way out of the house to visit their aunt and uncle, and bam, two shots to the head. Um, he shot his wife, who was chilling out on the front porch, then he went inside, killed his oldest daughter and his younger two sons, and then he saved his infant daughter for last and shot her in the head. Um, afterwards, afterwards, he sauntered out to the woods and shot himself in the mouth. All right. Well, um, uh, wow. Now, interestingly uh, <laughs> enough, one child survived. And nobody knows why. The reason for his murder, nobody knows. Because like we were saying, you know, he spent he took the time to buy him stuff and take a photo and have a good day. So no one knows why he did it. But his oldest son, Arthur, um, he had actually sent him on an errand uh, the night before. And I don't know if he forgot that he had a seventh kid, but he, he you know, he came home and everybody was fucking dead. Um now, it's hard to keep track of all of them, you know. Here's the rumor, okay? There's a, the rumor mill is this. His oldest daughter, Marie, 
there's a rumor that Charlie was molesting her and got her pregnant. And out of shame and guilt, uh, he murdered his family and then himself. This has never been substantiated. Um, uh, and even further, science would say that this is not true because Marie was not pregnant pregnant uh, when she was given an autopsy. Maybe she was late and they freaked out, or he freaked out more like. Yeah, maybe. No, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe he just jumped the gun. Yeah, that one. In more ways than one. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, ooh, let's see. We got. I got a couple more here. Uh, a lot of murders. Really, just kind of murders, you know. Um, That's yeah. <laughs> this one's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> I don't even know like where to begin. Um, the, it starts off well enough, right? Eighteen-year-old uh, Alexis Voldez found himself on Christmas Day of 2013. Having a nice, nice day. Uh, he was staying with his aunt and her boyfriend uh, named Sylvester Diaz Hernandez. Excellent. And the deal was this. Um, he was allowed to live in the apartment with his aunt and her new boyfriend uh, as long as he stayed in school and uh, and or worked. Okay. Uh, he didn't. He did have to help out with bills a little bit, but nothing like crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's reasonable. And, you know, he had to pitch in. Um, so at some point, he throughout the year, uh, he quit school and his job, and he wasn't really doing anything. So the aunt and her boyfriend were like, kid, you got to go. And this happened on Christmas. They were like, we're sorry, but you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're not pulling your weight, kid. You can't be here. Maybe not the best time for that, but yeah, if it's been building. Uh-huh. Uh, so he started like getting a little hot and heavy with the boyfriend. You know, He was like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Uh, and he took a hammer and fucking bashed his head in, mutilated him, ripped off all of his limbs, and then cut his head off. Um, and then he took the hammer and started smashing his face like cannibal corpse and disfigured his entire face. What uh, uh, what kind of hammer? I don't know. Damn it. But And then on the topper, funny enough, I didn't even realize that I was doing this. In Godfather-like fashion, he oh, no. cuts off the head puts it in his aunt's bed, and puts a bow on top of it and leaves it for her as a gift. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was 2013? Yep. Jesus, man. Um, And he pulled an Ed Kemper, called the police, turned himself in, and while he was being questioned, he admitted that he would have done the same thing to his aunt, but luckily she was not at home at the time. How about that? All right. Well, uh... That's not what the holidays are about, you know? He has one another I murder? I mean, it's family time, but it's not the family time you're thinking. Oh, it's family time. It baby. is family time, but, you know, it's... Hammer time. It's hammer time. That's what it is. Hammer yeah. time! Um, you know, see, the, a lot of these are murders. I'll do two more. How about that? Yeah, okay. I'll do two more, and then we'll do a fun, like, real local story that's, like, not really funny, but it kind of is. It's sort of funny. Um... Okay, so this one, we're going to go back even farther into 1881, right? And this is a real, it's noted around uh, the internet, supposedly, as one of the most heinous crimes to occur on Christmas. Okay. Um, in the wee hours of Christmas Eve in 1881 in Ashland, Kentucky, Emma Carrico was staying with her friends and her neighbor. 
And the uh, the names were Robert and Fanny Gibbons. <laughs> uh, they were all in their teens, and uh, you know they were buddies. They were cool, yes. having a good time. Uh, Emma's mom was next door, and you know she didn't really mind because it was like, yeah, I'm next door. You know, you guys have fun. Yeah. Um, at some point, uh, the date's a little scrambled. It's it either happened on the night of December 23rd or the morning of December 24th. Um, three men carrying axes, burst into the house and murdered all three of them. Um, and then they burned the houses down, too. Um, <laughs> so Emma Carrico's mom, the lady that was, you know, the neighbor. Yeah, next door. Um, she saw the flames from her house and called for help. Uh, the axe people, they they kind of ran, all right? And they were like, what the fuck? Um, and they found the charred bodies of Emma and the Gibbons. Just completely, completely dismembered yeah. and murdered. Shit. Well, uh, all right. Yeah, right, how about Merry that? Merry Christmas, you know. Yeah, so... Uh, so many axe murders back then. I feel like the, the late 1800s was just rife with axe murders. Oh, yeah, there's something Velisca, about we it. We got Lizzie Borden, we got this, you know? Yeah, just, you know, just <laughs> those two. There were guns two. around, there were knives, but they are just like, nope, got to use this gardening tool. Gotta have fun. Gotta have fun. <laughs> Gotta make it mine, you know. Make it unique. Okay, this one, this one's like a little, uh, it's a double, maybe even a triple, but it, it's a good ender here. Um, on December 24th of 2008, the Ortega family living in Covina, California, they were having their family's Christmas Eve dinner, okay? How Christmas about that? Christmas Eve dinner. Um, that's when Bruce Pardo, the ex-husband of Sylvia Ortego, showed up. He had multiple weapons and just started shooting just so everywhere. So when the exes show up, you know. And you know what made this one funny? He was dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> we got to put something in that big old sack, you know. So he killed the family, and then he had something in his sack. And do you know what it was? He Boop. turned around and pulled out a homemade flamethrower and burned the house oh. down. He burned it down. That guy was mad. Jesus Christ. Was it like a recent breakup, do we know? Uh, Not super recent, but, you know, it still bothered him, apparently. enough time to construct a homemade flamethrower. So, all in all, nine members of the Ortega family, including his ex-wife, the murderer's ex-wife, uh, were dead either by gunshot or fire. So, nine people <laughs> got killed by Santa Shit. that day. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, what year was this again? 2008. Oh, man. How about that? How about that shit? It's fucking crazy. And then uh. to top this one off, three years later in 2011 in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, on Christmas Day, this is this is a rough name, a man named Aziz Yazdanpana arrived at the home where his estranged wife and two children were living. Uh, and that's according to CBS News. That's what that's what they gathered. Okay, Thanks, CBS. Um, they were opening presents when Yazda Napana burst in, dressed as Santa Claus, and shot his family and three other relatives. He turned the gun on himself and blasted his fucking head off. Yeah, why are there so many fucking family erasers going on at Christmas? On Christmas, maybe because it's like the, the holiday thing, you know, everyone's happy. And they're like, I'm not. <laughs> That's what I was talking about, dude, obligatory family time. Maybe it was just too much for him. But just like, yeah, I can't handle this. In no way am I saying like, oh, good job. You give him some slack. But, you know, maybe that's why. 
Yes. And now, uh, <laughs> moving away from murder and death, um, more yeah, of a, really? a little bit of a more like local tale for us. Uh, this was a couple of years ago. I don't even remember a lot of the details. I'm just re- like recounting this from memory, but I'm sure you guys will know what I'm referencing like, once I start. Um, All right. There was, I believe it was on Christmas Eve, there was a priest in Chicago, one of the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. And he was at a holiday party uh, at some of his, you know, parishioners' house or whatever. Got extremely drunk and drove home, and he ended up crashing into a bunch of cars and killing somebody on the way home. Yeah, that's moving another, away from. It, it's death. not like murder, you know, but it's death, I guess. Vehicular manslaughter, I guess that is a notch down. But do you guys, do you guys remember that story at all? Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I very much remember that story. I remember like coming home from like a holiday party at my family's house or something, and like watching the news is like a priest just murdered somebody on Christmas. <laughs> what the? Because fuck? he was fucking drunk. Yeah, like this is insane. So as you can tell, just because it's Christmas and it's supposedly the happiest day, you know, in in the calendar year, it doesn't excuse real life. Real life happens all the time, and sometimes it sucks. That is certainly true, and just because it's happy for you, if someone is not happy, it's probably just going to exacerbate the problem and make them a lot more unhappy. Yeah, you and know? you know what? Just like Christmas throughout the years in different parts of the world, everyone's changing. Everything's changing. You just make it what you can. Yeah, things You know, go. maybe you don't erase your entire family dressed as St. Nick. Uh, maybe you... That's you know, yeah, that is a nice way to say it. That's the poet. Basically, you. you just don't do that. Nah, you don't. Maybe you just don't do that. You could do many other things. Don't get the eraser out. Don't get the eraser out. Let me tell you this. If someone that you don't like or somebody that you've upset in your past shows up dressed as Santa, make sure you Be call very the wary. Yeah. Because they will shoot you and burn your house down for some reason. <laughs> no, yeah. You need to shoot them first is what we're saying. I don't know uh, why that is the case. Maybe it's because we're living in Bernie Sanders America, but <laughs> Santa will Bernie, kill you. Just as bad as Nazi Sanders. <laughs> you think it's put it this way? You think there's no coincidence? They're burning houses down, and his name is Bernie. Okay, there's there's everything's connected. This is big fire all uh, over again. It's big fire, dude. Big fire. But yeah. Um, well, all that being said, that's our holiday episode. That is our holiday episode. Have a good holiday, whatever the fuck you're celebrating. Yes, definitely. Uh, because I don't think we're coming back next week, but we will be after. Yes, believe it or not, we are starting a cult. We'll be taking a one-week hiatus. Um, but don't worry. Don't worry. We have our Patreon episodes. We also will be back. As always, yeah, no, you know? all the time we'll do that. And I do want to uh, let you guys know, um, I was recently playing with Patreon. I was having some issues uploading. Uh, like the, you know, we do very brief descriptions of what the episodes are going to be, just because you know we we don't want to give away our secrets. You know. Yeah. What are we going to type the transcript as the title? No. Right. But on Patreon, uh, I was having trouble. It wouldn't let me save them. But I finally figured out how to make that change. I was playing around with it last night a little bit. So going forward, uh, there will be brief descriptions in the Patreon episodes. So that way, you know, if you, there's one maybe you, it doesn't seem to strike your fancy or something, that's okay. You don't got to listen to it and be there's upset. There's a bunch of them. Just choose a different one. Um, and also, uh, you know, with the new year coming up, I'm going to try 
Uh, I'm looking into an easier way uh, to get episodes to our patrons because I do realize that Patreon is not the most user-friendly way to listen to media. Well, I mean, you know? the app sucks, but like if you just go on your, your browser on your phone and go to page, it should be like way easier. Yeah, that's like I'm gonna I'm trying to mess with that and see kind of like what we can do with that. So uh, you know, I'll have some information on that in a little bit for you guys. But those are our uh, you know updates for the end of the year. Yeah, for just you guys. some things. Yeah, and you know what? We're gonna be gone through our three year anniversary. Yeah, so we will. Congratulations, Grant. Congratulations, Mitch. I can't believe that we've done it. I cannot believe that three years three old we shall be. Years. We wait. Uh, uh, yeah, right? I'm trying to think here. No, We've been doing this a while, and I'm happy about it, however long it is. It was, I yeah, think yeah. it's three. We, yeah, we start, we got we started in the early early months of 19, and the first episode was recorded on Christmas of 18. Yeah. So, three years. How yeah, about that? We are coming up on it. How about that shit? I know. It's going to be, yeah, Christmas, so... Yeah, enjoy. Listen to the entire back catalog. Maybe give somebody a We Are Starting a Cult gift. Yeah. Come we have shirts. And, yeah, the gift of knowing about us. We have a huge backlog now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You it's kind of fun. We got something for everybody, I promise. I promise. Yeah. But um, have a great, great holiday if you're a Christmas guy or a Christmas gal. Uh, or anything in between. Maybe you're a Hanukkah person. Maybe you're a Kwanzaa person. Maybe you just don't care. Yeah, maybe you're just you a know? fucking sad sack that hates everything. But either, either way, way, yeah, we are very happy to have you as listeners. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. You know? And, we'll and be we're back. gonna we're gonna keep fucking doing it. We'll be back by the New Year, so don't even have a happy New Year, okay? Not yet. We'll tell you to do that later. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.